technology is nothing if not sneaky. It seems as soon as you get a new computer, it's already snuck in its replacement and it's out of date. And if you're looking for the latest apps for your smartphone, anything you download today is likely already yesterday's news. Now, we've often said at Licensed to Parent that technology isn't bad in and of itself. It's a tool that can be used to do great things. But in the wrong hands or when used in the wrong way, some tech can actually be a dangerous weapon. Case in point, smartphones. They represent multiple ways to communicate, but they also offer unencumbered access to the internet. And we're not fans of that. So last week, we talked with Anne-Marie McDonald, Vice President of Public Relations and Strategy at Gab Wireless, a tech company offering not only wireless phone service, but also wireless phones. And that suggests that there may be a safe alternative. This is Licensed to Parent. Well, welcome and thanks for tuning in to Licensed to Parent, the radio outreach of Shepherds Hill Academy. Shepherds Hill is a year-long Christ-centered residential program working with troubled teens. Our host is the founder and director of Shepherds Hill Academy, Trace Embry, and I'm Rich Rosel. And uh, Trace Anne Marie was kind enough to join us for two programs. Uh, by the way, if you happen to miss our first conversation last week, you can hear that on our website at licensedtoparent.org. Today, though, Trace... We really want to dig into the tech, so we're glad to have Anne-Marie back with us. Yes. Well, Anne-Marie, thank you for, for being with us again. Uh, last time we talked mainly about you know some of the dangers and uh, precautions that need to be taken in this tech world. This time we want to get into some of the more uh, mechanical aspects of, of the phone that, that uh, you represent. So what exactly is Gab doing to, to give parents and their kids a safe and viable option for staying in communication with one another without all the liabilities associated with traditional smartphones. Sure. So Gab Wireless is a, is safe tech for kids. And we're around for parents who are tired of tech that treats kids like adults. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Gab is, is the technology company that lets kids just be kids. And unlike technology that's a one-size-fits-all, we provide age-appropriate solutions that will grow up with kids. And we have a phone that is completely safe, no parental controls needed. We coin ourselves on the perfect first phone for your child, and it allows them to be kids. And if you need to communicate with them, you can without the worries of handing them the loaded gun of a smartphone. Mm. It's got to take a a big burden off the shoulders of parents who have to be uh, aware of what can be seen and done with a smartphone. Uh, they may not know all the science behind what it's actually doing to their kids at the cellular level, but they certainly know what's, what's on there, I would think anyway. Uh, how, what kind of response are you guys getting so far? You've been in business now for, you know, what, two years? Nearly two years, yes. And mm-hmm. we've created this, this movement of going gab where families are understanding the, the damage that has happened through smartphones. You know, they, they've I, we've all seen families that have completely disconnected. And even at the dinner table, the phone's out and people aren't communicating and, and parents are sick of it. They're, they're drawing the line in the sand and they want their kids back and they, and they want to not give uh, excuses anymore for the, the, just that everyone has a smartphone that they're saying, you know, we want a gab phone. We're, we're done. We don't, we don't want to give them unlimited access. We want the protection that Gab allows and offers and, and the freedom to just let kids be kids. And really, if, 
if if we don't stand for kids being protected, how are they going to be protected? I we think that kids do have that right. Mm-hmm. So you're holding a device that, for all intents and purposes, looks just like a smartphone, because at its core, it sort of is, but it, is. it doesn't have the internet component of it. You've got preloaded apps. It can make phone calls. It can send texts. Would these be texts without pictures or or what's that sure. look like? So the family can choose. The parent, there's options of different phone plans. If you'd like your child to be able to send pictures, then we have that option. Um, if you would like your child to just have stick with text and calling, they can they can do that. And so you've got calendar, and I use that all the time with my kids. I'll I'll go in there and we'll talk about at the beginning of the week what they have, what they're doing, what their jobs are. So I find that as a parent very helpful. They have a calculator, they have GPS, so that you can not only find your child, but you can also find your phone, which comes in handy all the time at our house because often my kids will leave their phone behind or or they're learning <laughs> that responsibility, right? When a family gets sick and tired of their kids being exposed and sick and tired of watching their teenager becoming um, just full of anxiety because of the exposure of on social media and the cyberbullying they experienced, I think that a family is going to say enough is enough. Hopefully they see that before they give their child a smartphone. But like myself, I didn't know Gab existed with my oldest son. And so I gave him the smartphone and then I realized what had happened and we switched it to a Gab phone. So really it's just up to the family to say enough is enough and decide that for themselves. And we, we encourage them to talk about it and come up with a family tech plan and say, these are our rules. This is our plan. When you come to the dinner table, you put your phone down or we don't give you access to social media because it's damaging. You, it, right. all, all of the research points to that. And we want you to stay young and let we, we you know, so I, I think, as you said, it's just, it's part of what happens in their household when parents decide how they want to handle tech. And, yeah. and one of the things that Gab has done, and this is the reason why we wanted to have this conversation with you and why we talked to Stephen Dalby about it earlier, is you guys have done much of this research. You have also dug up a lot of the research that supports this. And not only did you just look at it, you've put it on your website. There, there are some great articles. Uh, you've got a blog there and a bunch of other stuff with, with great information for parents who are struggling with this whole idea of, of wise phone usage. And uh, so that, that's why we want to encourage people to, to look into the subject and, and to say that Gab Wireless is a good resource to include in what you're looking into to find out how best to manage this. Thank you. We, you know, we, we at Gab, we, we provide relief. I think most technology is inherently evil and parents are finding this. And if they're not having this discussion then um, then kids are unaware of how to handle it when they do come upon the evils of technology. Yeah. You mentioned, you know, enough is enough. And I'm thinking, do I really want to get to a place where enough is enough? Or do I want to be preventative? Do I want to be the parent who says, I want to give you a longer leash, but I don't want to give you too much rope where you're going to hang yourself with it. Am I just being overly critical? Or do I have a point that most of, our nation and a lot of our world doesn't quite understand. I completely agree. I'm, you know, I'm nodding my head because, 
you do as a parent feel alone when everyone has a smartphone and you, you want to hang on to their innocence. You know, you just want your kids to be kids for longer. And, and so then, and your kids are begging. I mean, every 12 year old is asking for an iPhone, right? And so the idea that then there's another solution is such, is, is really relief because you can give them the phone yet. You're not, but, but you're empowering them because it's a safe phone and you can feel comforted that it will teach them and it'll be uh, a way to communicate with them, but yet you're not handing them uh, the evils. And, and so that way you can continue to educate and empower. You know, and I think as our nation uh, strays farther and farther from God and faith and uh, we have to teach our kids to swim upstream Mm -hmm. against the culture and stand strong uh, but it's, it seems to me that parents first have to understand this, especially as people of faith. You know, Scripture is very clear. Do not conform to the patterns of this world. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Being transformed by the renewing of our mind shouldn't be sparked by our corrupt culture. That's to be sparked by the Spirit of God himself. Uh, that kind of transformation, not a uh, transformation of pollution, And I think it starts in the home from a young age that we have to train our kids that, look, the world is out to, you know, not that we want to make them paranoid or anything, but we have to kind of paint a picture for them of what they're dealing with and that our standards for life and living and and mental, emotional, spiritual prosperity uh, comes from a different source than, you know, what many would describe as the American dream, money and power and fame and fortune, all that other stuff. Uh, What can parents of faith in particular be doing uh, from a young age to to maybe groom their children uh, that, you know, when you you become of age to have a phone, period, and I think a a kid who gets a a phone like yours can have one like almost out of the womb. But what can we get them to, uh, what can we do to get, our kids groomed that you're never going to get one of these phones that all these other kids have got right now. Sure. I think, you know, as you mentioned, uh, it's an upstream swim, not only for the parents, but for the children because they're going against the norm. And once the norm, which is abnormal, I mean, it's, it's normal. It's, it's, you know, it's normal for a drunk to be drunk or an alcoholic yes. to be drunk. But is it normal to be an alcoholic? That's the problem. Right. We've, we've normalized the abnormal. We've accepted it. Right. But there's no peace of mind in the normal, right? Yeah. There's peace in mind in knowing that you're giving your child a gift, which is protection against all things evil. And, yeah. and, and, by, and, and really, by talking about it at a young age— you're, you're empowering them. Technology is not going anywhere. You know, some parents say, oh, well, I won't ever do this or I won't ever do that. Okay. Maybe so. But if you start the conversations and you start helping them understand good technology, bad technology, technology in general, and how we can be responsible tech citizens, then we will raise not only responsible adults, but responsible adults who then will in turn teach their children those same principles of responsible tech habits. 
Yeah. Well, it's like it's like the the, por- the porn conversation or the birds and the yes. bees. That us, that stuff has to start early. It has to start early. Right. And and grooming your kids, like with my kids, it was dating. You know, you, yeah, you can date whenever you want to date. Just know you're going to have a chaperone, and, and to, as long as you live in my house, there there will always be a chaperone. And so when they got of dating age, they knew what the what the issues. Uh, what, you, what the boundaries were and uh, how it was going to happen. It wasn't a big shock when they found someone they were attracted to. It was like, okay, I know mom or dad is going to be on uh, on this day with me. And that's that's how, you know, they were groomed for that's it. That's how it so, is. Yep, that's exactly right. And, and mm-hmm. I, I very much like what you just said a moment ago, Anne-Marie, and that was, uh, you know, about you're not only grooming the next generation, but the next generation of people who will be grooming the following generations. Mm-hmm. I think of how often we as parents do things the same way our parents did when they were raising us, right or wrong. Mm-hmm. So if we can establish a new habit, a new way of, of, of making these wise phone and wise technology decisions, and then teach our kids to do the same thing, boy, that's going to have a ripple effect that's going to last a long time. Our guest today on Licensed to Parent is Anne-Marie McDonald. She's Vice President of Public Relations and Strategy at Gab Wireless. And uh, by the way, if you'd like to find out more about the technology that we're talking about in today's conversation, uh, let me remind you that we have put some information together on our website, and you can find that when you go to licensedtoparent.org forward slash wise phone. Again, licensedtoparent.org forward slash wise phone. A quick break, and we'll be back with more on Licensed to Parent. In today's digital age, there's more access than ever to digital devices. With technology constantly evolving to make our lives easier, is it any wonder that many feel as though they just can't live without it? Digital addiction can be just as chemically debilitating as drugs. Time in front of a screen can drastically affect the life of your child. For starters, your child may choose technology over simple things like playing outside and engaging in exercise, acquiring a job, and gaining life experience. To learn more about how digital addiction can affect your child, visit helpmytroubledteen.org, click on Resources, and look for the article, What is Digital Addiction? Parenting isn't easy. Shepherds Hill Academy wants to equip you with resources for all areas and issues of life. Discover a variety of ebooks, podcasts, links, and more to help you navigate the parenting landscape. Help by TroubledTeen.org. Your children are teens now. They're growing up and gaining independence. That's kind of the point of parenting, isn't it? You're raising future responsible adults, but they're not responsible adults yet. They may be able to do things on their own, but you still want to be able to contact them and you want to equip them for success. So you decide to get them a smartphone. But why a smartphone? For most people, that means 24-7 access to everything on the planet. And that's not wise, nor is it healthy. Digital addiction is prevalent these days. In fact, we see teens of all ages dealing with mental health and behavioral issues rooted in overuse of technology. Issues that affect health, wellness, ability to focus, performance in academics, and more. That's why at Licensed to Parent, we want you to choose a wise phone alternative instead of a smartphone. More information is available at LicensedToParent.org slash wisephone.
You're listening to Licensed to Parent, the radio outreach of Shepherds Hill Academy. And today we are having part two of a conversation with Anne-Marie McDonald, the Vice President of Public Relations and Strategy at Gab Wireless. Part one was last week. And if you missed that program, please go back to our website at licensedtoparent.org, where you can find all of our past conversations and find out what we talked about then and how we started this off. Uh, we are talking about um, making wise phone decisions uh, with the use of digital technology, specifically the fact that smartphones uh, are rampant these days. And we, we find a real problem with that. But uh, Gab Wireless is a company that has come up with what they feel are safe alternatives to smartphones uh, that families can rely on without their kids being able to uh, to crack the code and get through and be able to access all the stuff that they shouldn't be. Uh, Anne-Marie, we talked earlier about the phone itself, which actually doesn't have a data compartment to it, even though it looks like a smartphone and has apps built on it. There's no way for it to access data. But your network itself was designed around not having a data component. Why was that? We wanted it to be affordable for families. And we and we wanted them to know that when they when they received the technology of Gab, that it was simplified. We think it, you know, simplified tech is the best tech. Yeah. And it's simplified, but yet we worked with the best in the world to create an entirely safe phone. There's no back door, side door. Your kids are not going to be exposed to the, to the awful things that can happen on a normal smartphone, but the phone very much works and looks like a smartphone. So that way they can hang with the friends, but you can know, and they can know that they're protected. Mm, Excellent. Yeah. Well, you mentioned awful things. You know, many parents have simply resigned themselves to the fact that, you know, Junior's going to be exposed to harmful images sooner or later, uh, whether a classmate's uh, or a friend's phone. How can we lovingly respond to that parent who has the attitude that, you know, I just might as well just give my kid a smartphone. I'm going to see it anyway. Sure. Well, your child is more than likely to be exposed to things that we don't want them to be. And, and so as a parent, we hope that they would teach them healthy habits and that the parent would come talk to them when they see images or they're exposed to cyberbullying. But we can also protect them with giving them devices like the Gab phone that protects them from the overexposure and the access to very harmful things too young. Yeah. And, you know, my response would be, okay, so maybe they will see it on their friend's phone. Mm-hmm. Then let them see it on their friend's phone. All right, you don't have to sanction it. Junior's not going to come back to you when, when he's 25, 30 years old or uh, when she's 25 or 30 and, and say, you know, why did you give me this device? I've had this addiction now for, you know, five, 10 years. I have, my marriage is in shambles and blah, 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 blah. So no, right. you can say, you know what? That was your issue. I had nothing to do with the stuff that you saw while, while you were in school or, or what you snuck in or whatever. This is the phone I gave you and I didn't sanction it. You can't put that one on me. And, and I think, I don't even think God would hold us responsible for something like that. So, you know, but exposure is one thing. And having 24-7, 365 access to it, uh, you know, the frequency of the exposure, that's another thing. And if Junior has his own uh, device, then, then he's got, uh, again, Larry Flint's content around the clock, not just when he sees his friends at school, 
And so you're, you're, you're not uh, uh, involved so much in that whole frequency of thing. But I think the, the, the biggest thing is that, uh, you know what, y- you can never be accused by your kids of sanctioning what they chose to engage in. That's, that's, that, that would exactly. be my answer to that. So. Exactly. I had a, a, a good friend call me uh, and say that her nine-year-old daughter was crying in her bedroom for, for a good while. She was making a, a fit because my friend wouldn't allow TikTok on my nine-year-old's on the nine-year-old's iPod. And I said, okay, well, let's talk about this. Like, what, why are you telling her she can't have TikTok? And she said, uh, I don't really know. Can you help me give the answers? And I said, the reason you're not giving her TikTok at nine is because it exposes her mm-hmm. to the, just the, just so many different awful, uh, things that you don't have control of. And I said, if, you know, there's elements of TikTok that are fun, there's dances and there's, you know, you can see the, you can see the draw. And if she's really pressuring you, put it on your phone and, and, and talk to her about it and, yeah. and do it together. The last thing we want is our child to be hiding TikTok in their bedroom and being exposed to things that mm-hmm. then they feel shameful about, right? We need to just continue these conversations and shield our kids from all the different outside influences yeah. that we won't have control of otherwise. Yeah. And parents, we, we just need to grow a spine here. I mean, uh, right. you know, to take take the thing away. You don't ask ask them if, if they'll surrender it. You just take it back. And and you may have made a mistake and said, yeah, you know, I and you and you may have to humbly apologize to your child. I wasn't thinking when I gave you that thing. And you know, I hope you don't have an addiction now, but I, I got to take that back. And, you know, what you hear all the time mm-hmm. is, well, then their friends give them five more. Well, then, then you take 25 more back if, if, if need be, and you exercise the appropriate consequences. But I would tell your, your child, look, I love you too much to care what you think about me right now. This is how it has to be. And then you do what you need to do. But you guys see a way over a gab to, to, to make heroes out of, out of parents for giving their kids gab phones, even in the eyes of their kids, while bringing a cool factor to the kids for having them. That's exactly right. And not only do we make heroes out of parents, we make heroes out of the kids. We have a whole movement called the Gab Life, where we have several ambassadors that are excellent at their craft. That the reason they are good is because they're at their particular sport or uh, hobby is because they've put down their phone and they've gone gab, and they will inspire your family to live outside the screen and that there truly is a better world than just scrolling and being sucked into that world. We 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 tell the kids. You know, break the rules, go out and hike, go out and build something, go out and just play a game, but get off your phone. Yeah. And Re- that is a hero. You know, I have to be honest. I, I, I knew that like, you know, the cigarette uh, industry changes mandated by the government, you know, a, a safe phone for kids, especially older kids was going to be a slow thing to catch on with the general public because of the, you know, the addictive nature of the smartphones that the kids already have in their hands. How does your phone mitigate the addiction, any addiction factor? Well, it eliminates it at the very core. We don't have Wi-Fi. We don't have social media, which then doesn't allow them to be cyberbullied, doesn't allow them to be sucked into the, to the social media perfection, awful world. So you're preventing it before it even happens. That's why Gab is so special. Mm-hmm. What about games, though? Does, does, are there games on the phone? There's not games. And, ah. and, you know, that was something that I didn't even see coming with my oldest child. You know, gaming is a real thing. And, right. and, and you know, there's good games and there's bad games. But to have access on your phone 24-7, 
that's that's a big problem. And so we don't have games. All all that the Gab phone comes with are preloaded essential apps that cool. will connect you to your child and empower them to learn how to be healthy tech citizens. So you're you're four squares ahead of everybody. You, you, all the apps are for connecting with your child as opposed to driving a wedge uh, between you and your child as far as interpersonal relationships. Uh, do you see a time when smartphones might actually be illegal for minors here in America? Will it come a time when when the garden variety, you know, unbeliever says enough is enough? Uh, what do you think? Hmm, that's a great discussion. Well, there's no question smartphones are dangerous. Technology is addicting and Steve Jobs wouldn't give uh, his own kids oh, uh, the device. But I don't think that there will ever be a time. So as parents, we need to rise up. We need to teach our children and we need to really be committed that safe tech and simplified tech for our kids really empowers them and allows them to stay young. Mm-hmm. So we at Gab think that we're really protecting our kids and, and making a difference in this world. And and we hope that you can see that safe tech really has its place. And Absolutely. we hope that you'll join us in this mission. Yeah. And and our whole purpose here as well is to raise the same battle cry, if you will, that uh you know, there, there's a way to live that, that avoids so many of the hassles that we bring on ourselves. Mm-hmm. And having a, a, a wise phone alternative is a great thing. Uh, we've been talking today on Licensed to Parent and last week as well with Anne-Marie McDonald. She is Vice President of Public Relations and Strategy at Gab Wireless. You may have picked that up. Yes, she does work for Gab Wireless. And she's been our guest again last week and this week. If you missed the last program, you can find it on our website at licensedtoparent.org. Anne-Marie, it's been a treat to have you both weeks, and thanks so much for carving some time out for us. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for having me. As you may recall, by the way, I mentioned this earlier, we did speak with the president of Gab Wireless, uh, Stephen Dalby, back in February of 2020, and you can catch that program as well on our website, licensedtoparent.org. Uh, in fact, that's where you can hear all of our past programs. And while you're there, we've also posted additional information about this very technology and about wise phone usage and some options your family may want to consider to help get control of your kid's screen time. And if you'd like to learn more, uh, we do have a special link for that, and that is licensedtoparent.org forward slash wise phone. You'll find it on the site itself. But if you want to get there directly, licensedtoparent.org forward slash wise phone. And please remember that Licensed to Parent is the radio outreach of Shepherd's Hill Academy, a year-long Christ-centered therapeutic residential program for teens in crisis. Now, right now, we're in the midst of a capital campaign at Shepherd's Hill as we head into our 20th year of ministry, specifically in residential care. Now, to celebrate, we're focusing our efforts on developing a whole new campus here. Uh, First, we have a 12-month master plan uh, to begin adding a brand new dining hall by the end of 2021. Then over the next three years, we plan to add two new school buildings. Uh, And by the way, in case you didn't know, our licensed to parent studios are currently located basically in the middle of a horse pasture. And while that's very picturesque, we have certainly had challenges uh, getting the needed infrastructure out here to do our broadcasts easily. So as, as part of the campaign, we've established a special license to parent donor fund to raise money for moving our studios into one of these new campus buildings. And as I've said on other programs, running a residential program is not cheap. If you come here and we do welcome visits, you'll see that our facilities are proper and nice, but not lavish. And the new ones won't be lavish either. 
but we do need them to continue meeting the needs of troubled teens, and we really can't do that without your help. So if you'd like to learn more about the work that we're doing here and would like to be a part of the future of Licensed to Parent in Shepherds Hill Academy, let me ask you to visit another website, and that's shepherdshillacademy.org forward slash building together. Again, that's shepherdshillacademy.org forward slash building together. And thanks in advance. Well, that's all the time we have for today. My thanks to the guest coordinator on Licensed to Parent, Daniel Fazina, and to our technical producer, Carl Peets, without whom we would not have a program. For Trace Embry, I'm Rich Rosal, inviting you to join us again next time and once again renew your License to Parent. And remember, folks, if you don't train your children, somebody else will. God bless you. See you next time. <laughs>